As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Maybe you already are really good at raising money and building a brand, but you just need help finding more deals. Well, if you simply go to the table of contents and it says how to find more deals, you get that chapter in one day and you've essentially gotten what your goal was out of that book in one day without having to read all 450 plus pages. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations, not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about their pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. 
quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hello, best ever listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air two podcast episodes that help you in your apartment syndication journey. And for a lot of these previous episodes, we've offered some sort of free resource. They're PDF how-to guides, PowerPoint presentation templates, Excel calculator templates, something that'll help you along your apartment syndication journey even more so than just these weekly episodes. All of that is available at syndicationschool.com. And today... We are going to talk about a life-changing technique that I learned from Ashcroft Investor Relations' Travis Watts, and that is how to speed read, how he was able to read 52 books in one year. So I used to be an avid reader. I'm just starting to get back into it, again, at least reading books and not just blog posts and articles. And so I wanted to go over this blog post with you, best of your listeners, just in case you haven't read it. But even if you have read it, I can give some additional advice on some strategies I've learned to be better at reading or how I read. Because Travis obviously includes a lot of great examples in here, has his examples as well. So I felt I could add a little bit of value here. So in this blog post, first he goes over a few case studies. First, he's trying to convince you why it's important to read before he goes into how to read. So he starts off by talking about... Tony Robbins, who coined the term canny, which stands for constant and never-ending improvement, and that he emphasizes the importance of reading as a way to constantly improve yourself. And there's a book that he wrote called Money Master the Game, where he says, quote, as a young man, I decided I was going to read a book a day. I didn't quite read a book a day, but over seven years, I did read over 700 books, about 100 books every single year. So how can you read, on average, 100 books every single year? He goes over even more case studies. He has Warren Buffett, everyone knows who he is, who spends five to six hours every day reading a book. Now, obviously, you might not be able to spend five to six hours every single day reading. Warren Buffett has an established business. So if you're grinding, if you're hustling, trying to scale, your time might be spent better doing that as opposed to reading, but reading is still important nonetheless, especially if one of the world's richest men is spending five to six hours every day, probably close to a third of his waking hours reading. 
not just books. From my understanding, he also reads a lot of online content as well, newspapers, things like that. We got Bill Gates, who said that he reads about 50 books a year, so about a book each week. Mark Cuban, who spends about three hours reading every day, and he attributed his early career success in life to reading. So again, just because you don't think you're the time, just because you think it might be more important to spend your time, as I mentioned, hustling, grinding for deals. Mark Cuban, pretty successful person, billionaire owner of the Dallas Mavericks, said that in the beginning of his career, he attributes reading to his massive success. You've got Oprah Winfrey, who is an advocate for reading and strongly recommends her talk show viewers to adopt the habit of reading. She often refers to reading as her, quote, path to freedom due to the tough start in her career. So again, just like Mark Cuban, she attributes her success to reading early on in her career. You've got Mark Zuckerberg, is a strong believer in reading. He believes that if you want to improve the quality of your life, you must commit to personal growth and development. He also adheres to Tony Robbins' candy approach. Elon Musk, who devoted a huge chunk of his time to reading when he was young. When he was in grade school, he read about 10 hours a day. And I remember reading about that, or at least hearing it, when I listened to, it wasn't an autobiography, it was the biography of him. Where we talked about it. I'm pretty sure he just went to the library in South Africa and just spent all of his days there reading. So clearly reading is really important if you've got billionaire, world-richest people reading a ton and talking about the benefits of reading. So because of this, Travis decided that he too was going to take a stab at an aggressive reading strategy. He was going to try to read 52 books, so one book a week for a year. But then he said that he knew that he would likely fail if he tried reading books in a traditional fashion, one page at a time from front to back. So he took a couple of speed reading courses and learned a powerful reading technique. So he outlines the technique that he used that allows him to read 52 books every single year. And he actually mentioned this here too, that this is more specific to the how-tos and the self-improvement books. But I do think that this would also work in real estate books as well. kind of depends on the type of book. For example, if you're reading the best ever apartment syndication book and you've never done an apartment syndication before, then following this technique might not be the best approach just because it is a step-by-step process for completing an apartment syndication, right? And so it goes through the education, a lot of exercises you need to do. But if it's a traditional how-to or self-improvement or self-help book, then I think this approach is perfect for that. So here's his five-step process. So first, set aside three different 15-minute or 20-minute intervals for reading a book each day. So a total of 45 minutes. So this could be 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, and 15 minutes in the evening. And then if you need to, set a timer. Now, I think this is important because if you tell yourself that I'm going to read for 60 minutes every single day, that's a long time. An hour is a long time, especially if you're not used to reading, especially if you've read a lot. So you're likely going to avoid that. I think a better example would be fitness. I personally think that a reason why a lot of people have a hard time getting started because they don't want to spend 60 minutes in a gym, right? So a much better way to start off is to, rather than working out 60 minutes straight, maybe do a few different cycles of push-ups, sit-ups, and air squats in your office, Maybe do that 10 different times a day. Maybe do five push-ups, five sit-ups, and five air squats. Do three rounds of that 
and do that five times throughout the day. It's a lot easier to do that because that takes two minutes to do. Let's say it takes five minutes to do. You do it 10 times, that's 50 minutes. You're probably not going to do it 10 times, but at least if you do it one time, it's better than not doing it at all. So I think the purpose of this is to give yourself much smaller goals that are more easy to mentally digest and get into. Saying, well, I only need to read for 15 minutes. What's 50 minutes compared to, oh, I need to sit down here for 60 minutes. You're wondering about what's going on in your emails. What other things you need to do? So I really like this technique of breaking it into different intervals. Of course, if you're able to do 60 minutes straight, by all means do that. But breaking into intervals, I think, is a lot better. So right when you wake up, maybe one of the first things you do. And then before you take your lunch break, you read 50 minutes again. And then maybe take 15 minutes at the end of your workday or after dinner or before you go to bed to read as well. So that's step one. Step two is to decide ahead of time what your goal is for reading the book. So what are you seeking to learn from the book and how will that help you in your career? So depending on where you're at, this might be something different. If you're obviously just starting off, then you're likely going to maybe need some help with mindset. Maybe you're going to need help in finding deals. If you have an established business, maybe you want to learn how to be a better leader. But defining specifically what you want to accomplish by reading this book is going to be important for the later steps. Step number three is to use a bookmark or sticky notes to save important pages or sections. Use a pen to circle or underline key tips or ideas. So when I read books right now, what I do... I don't necessarily follow the speed reading technique, but when it comes to the sticky notes and then the pen idea, so what a really good strategy is, is while you're reading, you know, anything that's important, let's say you're reading one chapter, it's a 20 chapter book. If you are planning on reading the full book, while you're going through, you have a highlighter. I like a highlighter better just because of pen. I'm like ripping the pages and I can see the pen on the page behind. So I turn the page and it looks like I underlined something on the page behind it. And sometimes the lines are so close together that I can't really get a pen in between lines without going over one of the lines so it looks like I'm crossing something out. So I personally am a highlighter person, plus it's a lot brighter. But a pen still works, but you're still going to need a pen because what you do is you read the chapter, you highlight things, and then you go back over that chapter and you read what you highlighted and you take one of the bigger sticky notes and you basically just kind of either summarize in sentences or summarize in bullet points the main takeaways from your highlighted sentences and then you put that sticky note at the front of that chapter. That way, whenever you're going back to your book... You open the book up, and if it's a 20-chapter book, you've got 20 sticky notes. Rather than having to go through every single page and look at the actual highlights, all you need to do is look at 20 sticky notes to read the entire book again. So it's kind of a sense of what he's saying, but I think you should take it a step further. And rather than just using sticky notes to save important pages, use sticky notes to summarize the different things you underlined or highlighted in that chapter. So step four is to read the front cover first then the inside jacket, and then the forward introduction and first chapter. So if you're reading a soft cover book, basically the front cover has a title and then any sort of subtitle, and then the inside jacket for hardcover books will have the description of the book, but obviously for soft cover, that's on the back. So if you're reading a soft cover book, it would be read the front cover, read the back cover, read any of the things before the actual book start. So it might be an intro, it might be a foreword, it might be a preface. They're all called different things. Basically, read everything up until the first chapter, and then read the first chapter. After that, 
you go all the way to the back and read the last chapter, which is typically, depending on what kind of book you're reading, if it's a self-improvement or how-to book, is typically going to be the conclusion, summarizing, not necessarily summarizing, but kind of summarizing the content of the book. After you read the last chapter, go back to the table of contents and select the most relevant chapters for your goals and only read those. So cover, back cover, or inside jacket, everything up to and including the first chapter and then the last chapter. You have a pretty good idea of what information is going to be in the book. And then going to the table of contents, you can pick out specifically what you want to read. So maybe I kind of got ahead of myself talking about our best ever poverty education book. Because obviously if you're just starting out, you should read the entire book. But if you're already doing syndications, and maybe you just need help on raising money. Or maybe you just need help on building a brand. Or maybe you already are really good at raising money and building a brand, but you just need help finding more deals. Well, if you simply go to the table of contents and it says how to find more deals, you read that book, you read that chapter in one day, and you've essentially gotten what your goal was out of that book in one day without having to read all 450 plus pages. So really apply that to anything. So that is Travis's five-step technique for being able to read a book in a week. And depending on how specific your goal is, you should be able to read a few of these books in a day. And it's 45 minutes to an hour, right? So maybe you spend your first interval reading the front cover, the inside jacket or back cover, the forward introduction of the first chapter, right? And that's your first 50 minutes or 20 minutes. And then you take your break, right? And then... On your next 20-minute interval, you read the last chapter in the book and then go back to the table of contents and determine which chapters are the most important. And then at the end of the day, you read those relevant chapters and then boom, the book is done and you can move on to the next book. Now, in this blog post, Travis says that the goal of using this technique is to extract a few key ideas, concepts, or takeaways that you can implement in your life. Because most people only really retain 10% of what they read anyways. So if you're going to read a 100-page book, you're likely only going to retain 10 of those pages. It's not exactly how it works, but you kind of get the idea. Whereas this technique will allow you to retain information quicker and more efficiently. And offers you the ability to go back later and skip directly to the most relevant information by using those bookmarks, notes, and annotations. So, again, if you're struggling to read because you're overwhelmed by how big the book is, this is a great way to pull out the important information that you need now, ignore the fluff that you don't necessarily need to know right now, and then move on to a different book afterwards. So definitely try this technique and let us know how it goes on our Facebook group. You can email me at Theo at Joe Farrell's as well. And... Hopefully, you too can be like Travis and read 50 books per year. Or if you're feeling very bold, you can be like Tony Robbins and read 100 books per year. I think following this strategy, you could probably read 300 plus books per year because you could probably go through one book per day, as I mentioned earlier. So that concludes this episode on speed reading. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you check out some of our other syndication school episodes and those free documents, those are available at syndicationschool.com. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Are you serious about taking the first step in the gateway to financial freedom? Then join Jake and Gino on a four-week course that will teach you how to become a multifamily real estate investor. Go to jakeandgino.com. That's J-A-K-E-A-N-D-G-I-N-O.com.